Hey there, welcome to Motos and Friends, a weekly podcast from the editorial staff at Ultimate Motorcycling. My name is Arthur Coldwells. This week's discussion is an interesting one. It's about two new for 2021 intermediate level machines, the newly updated Yamaha MT-07 and the newly launched Triumph Trident 660. Four of the editors, including myself here at Ultimate Motorcycling, have ridden both of these bikes fairly extensively back to back, and so we're able to compare them. So on this podcast, you will hear the opinions of editor Don Williams, senior editor Nick DeSena, and associate editor Kelly Callan chatting together with me on our thoughts on these machines. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, thanks for, for joining me, guys, on this podcast. Today, we are going to discuss the newly updated Yamaha MT-07 uh, versus the new Triumph Trident. So I think it's worth you know, chatting about the comparison between the two. Uh, as always, there's not necessarily any winners or losers, but um, I think definitely for anyone who's in the market for one of these bikes, will be interested in what we have to say. So if I could ask you to introduce yourselves, uh, Don? Hi, I'm Don Williams. I'm editor of Ultimate Motorcycling Magazine, and I like to ride motorcycles and talk about them. Perfect. Uh, okay, Nick? Yeah, I'm Nick DeSena, uh, senior editor with Ultimate Motorcycling. And just like Don and all of our other compatriots, I, I too enjoy riding motorcycles. <laughs> okay. And last but by no means least, we have uh, Kelly. Hi, I'm Kelly Callan, associate editor at Ultimate Motorcycling. And yeah, we all love riding motorcycles and it's really fun to get out there and compare them, ride them, swap them, go back around the canyon and then discuss what's similar or different. Okay, so, um, well, I guess just to sort of, you know, throw it out there, I really enjoyed the Yamaha MT-07. I really liked it. I've always liked the bike very impressed with it. But my personal preference, I really ended up enjoying the Triumph Trident. For whatever reason, I liked that that triple motor, the bike, I felt immediately at home with that. So what, what were your thoughts on that, uh, Don? Well, the, the first thing that I think is really interesting about comparing the Triumph and the Yamaha in this case is that normally when you look at a spec sheet, you can sort of get an idea of the, the two motorcycles and what uh, applications they might have based on things like rake, trail, wheelbase, weight, engine. And I didn't actually look at the specs before riding the bikes. And when you ride the Trident and the MT-07, they're quite different experiences. There's no way you can compare the two, or you, there's no way you can equate the two. Like, oh, these bikes are very similar. They're very distinctive motorcycles. Yet, when you look at the spec sheet, they're incredibly similar. The wheelbase is within a tenth of an inch of each other. The rake is within 0 0.02 or 0 0.2 degrees of each other. And the trail, oddly, is quite longer on the trident. So sometimes I wonder about how they measure these things because the rake trail and wheel size are the same. Start to wonder a bit about the accuracy of some of the uh, measurements provided by the manufacturer and also they have the same tires they both have the michelin road fives 
So when you look at two motorcycles that have, oh, and one more thing, they also have a very similar curb weight. The uh, Trident gassed up is 11 pounds heavier than the Yamaha MT-07. And when you're looking at the bike that weighs over 400 pounds, 11 pounds really doesn't matter. I mean, you might think that one bike is that the, the 11 pound heavier bike is lighter than the the bike that's lighter because of where the weight is carried. So that's not a, a significant number either. Um, so you're looking at two bikes that have very similar numbers yet behave in completely unique ways. And this is one of those comparisons where somebody afterwards says, hey, you can, we're going to give you one of these bikes, which one would you want? It would be really hard for me to pick which one I want because they're so dissimilar in how they achieve the same goal, which is to uh, be fun to ride around town and fun to take up into the canyons and ride around with your friends and, you know, get a little speed going because these are more than just beginner motorcycles. These motorcycles are the step up from the beginners. So it's for people who've gotten more confident and want to put a little bit more into their riding. Okay. Nick, what, what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, I, I think that's a good summation and uh, really, you know, kicks the ball off with a conversation about the two bikes. And like Don said, their personalities are, I wouldn't say they're at complete opposite ends of the spectrum, but they are incredibly unique. And, and to really start breaking that down as to why they're unique, I would put that, um, put that up to the engine configurations. I mean, when you look at the MT-07, the thing that has really defined that bike and made it extremely popular in the class is its parallel twin engine. And now they've used that in a you know, number of other models like the XSR 700, the Tenere 700, so on and so forth. And the versatility of that engine is just something that I've always appreciated ever since I first rode it you know, a number of years ago. And what makes that, that motor really good is the fact that it has usable, accessible torque that's available right off the line. So the moment you slip the clutch out and you start trying to accelerate away, you have all this friendly torque just at your beck and call. And that's really good when you look at it for someone like, like Don was pointing out, someone that might be moving up from a lightweight bike, like say a Yamaha R3 or something like that, and they're looking for something a little bit more powerful, which it is. And they're going to be able to really sink their teeth into that, that engine and have some fun with it and be comfortable with it while having a higher level of performance. Now you, you take that up, you know, and you, you kind of put that on, on the shelf for a minute. Then you look at the Trident, which comes with a, a triumph triple cylinder engine. Um, and it, it's, it's, it started out as the, the Daytona and street triple seven or six, seven, five engine, and just stroke down a little bit to make it a six sixty. It has a very different personality. It has that classic triple charm personality where it wants to rev up. You do get some good torque. You get a lot of good mid-range. And then you also get a lot more top-end power. And so you can go into the canyons, you know, really rev that thing up, hear that awesome exhaust note. And I think it, that that engine wants someone that might be a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more, more uh, eager to get on the gas, if you will. But uh, for me, it's just the personalities really come down for, to the engines and kind of uh, that's where you, you start seeing the, the fork in the road for the two, two bikes, we'll say. So um, 
from there, I mean, uh, what, what do you think about it, Arthur? Well, um, <clears throat> I, I don't disagree with you, um, but I, I would hate for people to think that the Trident didn't really produce any talk. I mean, you did say it does produce, produce lots of talk. I didn't feel that the, that the Yamaha really produced a lot more talk than the Trident. I felt they were both really strong off the, off the bottom end. What, Kelly, what were your thoughts? I mean, you do a lot of commuting. I know you haven't necessarily commuted on these, but for around town and, and that sort of stuff, how, what, what were your thoughts on these? Mm, that's true. In this past year, I haven't been doing a lot of commuting um, and didn't, didn't do that so much on these bikes, although we did take them around town a bit. Um, I will say, the first off, they, they're both a ton of fun. Absolutely. And they both do have torque. You know, I felt like I had to maybe uh, twist the throttle a little more. It, it's quicker revving on the Trident. That's how it felt to me. Some of the things that was interesting when Don said comparing stats, how similar they were, without having looked at the stats and swapping from one bike to the, to the other as we went through the canyons, I thought that the Trident, I was sure that the Trident was heavier and it's not. Um, I'm sorry, it is heavier. Sorry, I, I said that the wrong way around. I was sure it was lighter and it wasn't. And I was really surprised about that. Something about the, the handling of it felt lighter to me. It's actually kind of stouter, like when you're you know, wrapping your legs around it. To me, that, that was a, is kind of a satisfying and real secure um, feeling for riding. So I really like that. Um, I think the suspension was a little bit better around town on the Trident. I like that better. Um, what else can I tell you? The, the brakes also. I mean, the... Well, let's, let's, not, let's, not, get, let's not get onto the brakes right now. Let's... Let's, uh, right now, really, I mean, we're sort of more, we're really kind of focusing on the engines for right now. What was your, I mean, both Nick and Don seem to think that, that the Yamaha produces stronger low-end torque. That was what really impressed both of them. And, and, and I, I, I certainly agreed with that. Sure. But I didn't feel that the Trident was lacking. Did you have any sort of, any preference on either of those? No, not really. I would, well, preference. It's hard to say. I mean, they're both, they're both great. Um, I didn't feel like there was any lack of torque on the Trident. So no, I, right. I would say there wasn't, I, you know, and certainly around town when you're like pulling off the line. Yeah. The, the Yamaha, the Yamaha is, is a little bit better on that for, you know, around town, just slow pulling off the line, but it's not like you, can't get what you need out of sure. the trident right i would agree with that okay i, I mean yeah it's it's tough I, I mean i i really like the three-cylinder configuration i think if i had a choice between the two of them i would probably plump for the trident um just because i like the feeling of a multi-cylinder sort of winding itself up um i didn't get to ride it around town too much i was riding more in the canyons so I did get to use, I guess, explore the power a bit more. And again, the Yamaha wasn't lacking, but the Trident really, the Trident kind of spoke to me. It really did. Well, I will just, I, I would just jump in and say, like, since you were talking about you like, you know, the multi-cylinder, that feel, I'm more of a, 
single or a double or a you know two cylinder. I like all that low end torque. So part of me tends to lean more towards the MT07, but the Trident just felt nice. It just had a really good feel to it. So I, I can't even pick a winner there. No, no, no. Yeah. Nick, what, what were you going to say? Yeah. And to, to kind of go back to the, the torque aspects of each bike, you know, the, the Yamaha, I, I do feel like it has a little bit more oomph off the bottom, which can be really accessible for, for people moving up and just, you know, average scooting around town sort of thing. The Triumph doesn't necessarily lack torque in any way. So that's not a point that I, I would want to try to hammer out or have anyone misconstrue. And one thing that Triumph did do um, with the, tri the Trident specifically is shorten the gear ratios from first to fourth to help it accelerate faster. So not only do you have a very fast revving engine, the triple cylinder engine, then you also have uh, just sort of reduced gear ratios, which helps the engine spin up with that much more urgency so you can get into that power band pretty quickly and without much effort or just, you know, twisting the grip. So, and the other, the other thing with the Trident is you do get that top end rush kind of towards the, you know, six, 7,000 RPM range. And, it, and it, it has a little bit more legs than the parallel twin, you know, as anyone should expect, it has an extra cylinder, but. Right. Um, if, if I, if, if I, if I didn't know the size of the motor I was riding, I would not believe it was a 650. I mean, we've ridden other 650s. Um, and I got to tell you that motor, like you said, it might be down to just, you know, shorter gearing. Um, but that motor felt uh, like it had a lot more beans than a 650. And maybe that's just my perception. No, it, it punches out of its weight class for sure. And, and I think that's something that, that Trident has really done well with that bike where, um, you know, if you are a, a motorcyclist that that might be even moving from one of the other uh, 650 middleweights, parallel twin middleweights, that's still a nice letter, ladder step going to the Trident because as Kelly was mentioning earlier, how it felt more stout, it's uh, proportionally a, a, a much more averagely sized motorcycle. It just feels much more substantial than the MT-07 in a, in a number of ways, despite the fact, like Don mentioned, it has almost identical spec sheets when we talk about wheelbase and things like that. Um, right. But I think that all plays a part because you, you have an engine that is quick revving. You have some nice usable power that doesn't really get over your head. It's still more than amicable when commuting. You can have some really good fun in the canyons and it's not leader by horsepower where it, it's just a, uh, you know, scary. Melanie ticket territory in a heartbeat. So, um, and, and then to top that off, you get a nice stout chassis and just good kind of, you know, full-size motorcycle feel, which the MT-07 is still on that, you know, it feels a little bit smaller. It's a little bit more approachable. And there's a lot of positive attributes that, that someone could latch onto with that. Say if you're coming up from a, a lightweight bike, or if you're a newly minted rider and you do happen to find yourself on an MT-07, um, you're going to like the fact that it feels small, very maneuverable and very controllable. Sure. Um, so, so those are all good points. Don, what were your what were your thoughts on the on the motors? Well, I think the listeners should know that Arthur and Nick ride at a lot higher rev range than most of us. 
<laughs> so they're not going to really have a good sense of the low RPM power because they're rarely there. Uh, I, on the other hand, you know, rode it in town where I wasn't in a hurry. And the Trident does not lack low end power, but it's nowhere near the MT-07. The MT-07 is not as over square. It's a twin and it has the cross plane crankshaft, which gives it that V twin feel. It just is way easier to ride around town. The Trident, you have to be much more aware of what gear you're in and keep the revs up just a bit so that you know, you know, so the bike doesn't just kind of get doggy at the bottom end, the real bottom end, not the, the <laughs> 5,000 RPM bottom end that you guys think. And so around Yeah, this is talking town, about coming off the line. <laughs> right. Yes. And but you guys rev it before you come off the line. So, and also the MT-07 has softer suspension. And so that just makes it a more pleasant motorcycle around town too. Uh, I, I think that for anybody that wants a city bike and then their extra use is canyon riding, the Yamaha is an easy, easy, easy choice. Because it's just, it's just, it's, as Nick pointed out, it's more, it feels more maneuverable, smaller, it feel, or at least it feels smaller. Yeah, but that translated to me to slightly nervous handling. The Trident, you see, I'm with more with Kelly. To me, the, the Triumph felt more, a little more substantial of a bike. It felt a little more stable. Right, but I'm talking about around town. I'm talking about around town. I'm talking about all the time. It just felt, it just felt. Well, right, but, but around town where I'm lane splitting, I'm making turns, I'm going in, in this uh, uh, parking lots, I'm doing a lot of small things. I want a bike that's more maneuverable and quick handling and will get me out of trouble. Sure, when I'm going 50, 60, 70 other speeds we don't want to mention up in the canyons, a stable bike makes sense. But in, in town, where I'm not doing wheelies, I'm not going 50, I'm, I'm trying to work my way through traffic, that maneuverability of the Yamaha mixed with the softer suspension so you're not getting beat up by the road and the uh, much better low RPM power makes that bike a, a fantastic city bike. And all those aspects that you have of that then make it maybe a bit less enjoyable in the canyons than the high revving, high R, uh, uh, more stable Triumph with the, the stiffer suspension that doesn't feel as wallowy as you when you start pushing it at speed or just jamming it into corners. Yeah, and to support Don's point, there's another crucial aspect for um, riders that are going to be more city-focused or just casual canyon riding, too. With the MT-07, you have what I felt was a slightly wider lock-to-lock -lock steering angle. So what I mean by that is how far you can push the handlebar left or right. So when you think about city riding, if you're doing lane splitting or negotiating a lot of narrow spaces on, on at lower RPM and low speeds... That, that really wide lock-to-lock -lock steering will help you get around. And then, you know, the, the softer suspension, you know, think about the potholes that you hit and stuff like that. If you live in a part of the country that gets some actual weather on like California, you know, you might be dealing with salted roads, roads that are exposed to cold and other temperatures. So, you know, um, the softer suspension does have its merits. You can find the limits of it, like Don pointed out, when you start pushing it. But it makes it really clear when you're sort of exceeding the, the performance ceiling that the 
the suspension has. I mean, it's it's very obvious to the rider that, hey, you need to back it down a little bit. We can have plenty of fun on the MT-07, but, you know, chill out for a second. Whereas the Trident, you do have those, what I would say is stiffer spring rates, a little bit heavier, more beefy, dampian. And then you also have, uh, crucially, an inverted fork, uh, which is typically stiffer. And so it just aids in that that much more stout chassis feel um, that Kelly pointed out earlier. And a really important point is um, Arthur, Don, and myself are relatively in the same height, but we're all at different weights. And then Kelly is the outlier here. So I'd really like to get her opinion on this because she's significantly lighter than all of us. So I'm probably at uh, 180, <coughs> maybe more. But... Um, <laughs> I think we can safely say that Kelly is not 180. Yes. What, what, were, you, what were your thoughts, Kelly? Just so the listeners know, Kelly weighs 115 pounds. I, Dripping I wet. Totally, I, <laughs> I totally appreciate, um, Nick, that you brought that up because I frequently am being bounced around on bikes because of that. And I do like heavier bikes because it helps on the suspension end. And so, yes, around town, um, I did prefer, even even though despite what, what Don was saying about, you know, the the MT-07 is easier to handle and so forth, I like the weight of the Trident and, and the stoutness. I just, it feels substantial under me and I like that. At the same time, I will go back to what Nick said about the, um, like the turning radius of the handlebars of the MT-07. That's one of the first things I'll notice about a bike when I first throw a leg over it. I don't know if it has anything to do with me not being as tall as the rest of you guys. I don't know. But if I'll turn the handlebars and boy, when they bump into the tank, it's like, well, okay, heads up on this. Be careful when you're riding slow, especially like Don said, around town, going into a parking lot, um, all that really slow speed stuff. You, you really notice when you can't turn the bars as far. So I would definitely agree that the MT-07 is easier to deal with. Um, from that standpoint interesting okay all right but in terms of in terms of overall you know sort of turning and handling i mean to me the trident yes the the yamaha turns on a dime but again leaving aside the the around town thing when i was up in uh, at slightly faster speeds you know up in the canyons to me the yamaha the the uh, the Yamaha started to get it almost start it's it's never unstable but it definitely started to border on being a little nervous, whereas the Trident was just turns absolutely perfectly. The Trident went exactly where I wanted it to go. Um, when we're doing you know precision riding for for photographs, and we've got this super demanding photographer saying, "No, I need you six inches just inside the yellow line." <laughs> The Trident, I can place it where I want it to. And and actually, when we were riding double with Nick, when Nick and I were riding, you know, within a couple of feet of each other for for double pictures, I was I never had a problem with, with either of them. But I, I I did prefer the Trident. I'd be curious if one of the things I liked about the Trident, even though it was um, heavier, is just sort of the way it carries the weight. Um, I, it seems like it carries it lower and that it adds to the stability of it. 
I'm not sure. I think you'd probably be more sensitive to that than us because obviously we're bigger, heavier guys. So yeah, maybe. So we probably don't notice that as much. Um, but but yeah, I mean uh, they're both great handling great handling machines. Um, well, for me, as much as I prefer the Yamaha MT07 in uh, in the city, the Triumph Trident would be my bike if I was only going to ride in the canyons. Uh, there's just it's just a lot more fun to ride fast. You can and my you know position in the riding totem pole is you know I'd say I'm faster than the average guy, but nowhere near as fast as Nick or Arthur and Kelly and I are pretty similar in, in speed. So we're going at a pretty good rate. We we rarely get passed on the road. So there's that. There's our faster people, but they, we don't run across them all that often. And uh, so that stability of the suspension of the Trident and the, just the fun of revving it up and getting it up in that higher RPM range. The, the Triumph Triple feels happier in the top half of the rev range, whereas the Yamaha MT07 twin, cross-plane twin especially, feels much happier in the bottom half of the rev range. Now, it's not like they both can't switch that, but there's definitely a preference of each motor. So the Yamaha, yeah, so the Yamaha is going to appeal to a more casual canyon guy, the guy who who runs a gear too high, likes to come into the corner smoothly and then just roll on and go. You try that with a Triumph, you're going to roll on and go, oh, I need to shift down a gear or two. And so, but if you shift down a gear or two, it's going to be faster than the Yamaha. Now, coming into this, the Yamaha MT-07 has been, was the hot rod of the class against the Suzuki SV650 and the uh, Kawasaki Z650. It was definitely the faster. Now, part of that is it has extra displacement. It says 689. It's not a 650. Now, the Triumph is a true 660. They they didn't fudge on that. So, the dis, you know, there's, there's an additional 29 cc's for the Yamaha, but they use that, like I said, with the uh, more square configuration and just being a twin to, to enhance the low RPM power. Whereas the Triumph, once you spin it up, it's hard for me to imagine if, you know, your dynos are dynos and they're not the real world, but that the Triumph isn't putting out more horsepower from say 6,000 RPM up. And, and it revs over 10,000 RPM. So it's, you know, that, that motor wants, has legs and wants to run. And so I, I find it definitely the superior canyon bike and i really like you know if i'm in that mood to go fast it it rewards me in ways that the mt07 doesn't reward me just as on the in the city it's the opposite right right i think going back to the suspension side of things yamaha have not updated the suspension on the mt07 am i right with that uh, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I know, they haven't changed the uh, the settings on that at all, and the fork is completely non-adjustable. Uh, the you have rebound damping adjustability on the MT07, but that's more of something if you have a pasture more than a performance. Whereas on the uh, Triumph, they only have uh, no adjustability on the Showa fork, and the Showa shock uh, only has. Preload spring preload adjustability. There's no damping adjustability at all. So what you see is what you get on the on the Triumph. There's a little adjustability in the MT07, but I think that that's more of a, a function necessary for if you're carrying a passenger rather than 
strictly performance. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, well, moving along then. Um, what about the rest of the bike? Do you have anything else, uh, Nick, that you wanted to talk about between these two? Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's interesting because when we talk about the price, you know, they're only four hundred dollars apart with MSRP. And something that I feel that Triumph has done really well in the past handful of years is sort of make the, the sweet customer spot, yeah. feel like they're getting their, their money's worth. So correct me if I'm wrong, Don, but MSRP on the Trident is a little bit above 8,000. 8095. Yeah. So at you know 8095, you get a bike that the fit and finish on it is far far exceeds it, its monetary value. You have a, uh, TFT dash. Um, I wouldn't say it's, yeah, that was color. really nice. I like that. That was nice. That dash. Yeah. And it, it fits the motif for its straddles that, you know, has a bit of modern vibes in it and it's still very much a, a um, um, a retro throw. Yeah. And, and triumph has always been able to kind of do that. If there's one brand that's going to do it right, it's those guys. And then, you know, you look at the tank and you have the fuel cutouts for your knees and just the paint quality and everything is just really, really nice. And for $8,000. And then you look at the Yamaha and, well, things are a little bit cheaper. Not bad in any way. However, I would say the Trident in terms of fit and finish is actually playing more with the bikes that are up in that nine to $10,000 range. Whereas the the Yamaha is still very much you know a seventy five thousand or seventy five hundred dollar motorcycle again fit and finish is good it's just not up to snuff with the Trident, um, but you know that's you know eye the beholder sort of stuff too because new for this year on the Yamaha is the the updated look so it now has the Cyclops headlight uh, refreshed plastics and things like that to match the updated MT09. And I would say in Yamaha's own fashion, they've actually upped the fit and finish a little bit from the previous generations and the colorways as well. So they have made some improvements. So I'm not going to, you know, um, yeah, but yeah, I always acknowledge that I, as, as, as attracted as I am to the Trident's looks, I always worry a little bit about, you know, the retro thing because I'm an old fart. And, and so I, I kind of, of course, I'm going to be attracted to the retro because it speaks to to when I was younger and, and, and you know, that sort of, but I do like the looks of the Yamaha, the updated looks, that Cyclops look, you know, the slightly Transformer-esque sort of look of it. I really like that. I think that motif that Yamaha have come up with, I think is really appealing. And, and, and as much as I, so if I like it at my age, I would imagine that that the youth of today, it's really going to speak to them. Um, is that, you think that, I mean, you're a different generation to me. So is, do you think that's. Well, I, th I think right? there's two entirely schools, different schools of thought when it comes sure. to looks. I mean, the, the triumph is really incorporating those classic triumph, you know, Bonneville aesthetics and in, into a certain um, degree. And then with the Yamaha, that is full blown, you know, just modern. Edgy. A lot more, more edgy. edgy, very aggressive looks to it. Yeah. And a part of me really does appreciate the the looks of the MT07 and MT09. Like you said, you know, again, this is all, you know, uh, looks are very uh, subjective, very and subjective case by case scenario. 
the cyclops headlight has been a very divisive thing on the internet um for various listeners and commenters but i actually like it and the main reason i like it is because it is so incredibly unique and it's easily identifiable you know when you talk about easily identifiable motorcycle silhouettes well to use triumph for example the bonneville is i can pick that out of any lineup right and you know, the MT-07 and the MT-09 are definitely going in that direction because, you know, few things look exactly like those bikes. Yeah. So yeah. there is a point to, you know, to yeah. the stunning line. Yeah. Ke- Kelly, what, from, from a woman's perspective, do you, do you prefer one or one to the other? I think it's worth mentioning that Kelly rep- rep- represents all women. <laughs> exactly <laughs> she has the woman's perspective because uh, i have of course the men's perspective <laughs> you know sorry that was a silly fun- question all right go on <laughs> <laughs> that's okay it's it's funny that um it's it's great to hear you guys talk about it because i look at the two bikes and on the you know and i'm i'm torn too because on the one hand i really like the retro look too that's just an aesthetic that appeals to me however I'm not a fan of the cutout on the tank on the Trident. That actually doesn't work for me, the look of it. I don't know why. Um, I like it better. I think one of the color options is kind of like black on black, so it's not as obvious. And that, you know, if I were buying, that's what I would do because I'm I'm just not a fan of that. But in general, I like the retro look. At the same time, the Trident also, the back end of it does not look um, retro to me. It looks... I agree with that. I agree. Because yeah. of that, you know, there's like nothing between that fender and that wheel. And to me, it's it's almost a disconnect. Little bit of However, a mixed, little bit of a mixed message coming there, isn't it? I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. But but aside from that, um, even though I'm not a fan of, of the tank design, I, I I am drawn to the retro look of it. You know, you just look at it and it just there's something about it. Um with the the MT07. I don't really like that Cyclops look. That's not that's not my thing. Um, but I think the bike looks totally sharp. Otherwise, I, I really do like the transformer aspect of it, though. Yeah. So that's appealing. I love the fact that they've always had the matching rims or the wheels, you know, the color. That's just, I'm, I'm really attracted to color. So I, I think what they do with that is great. So uh, I can't even say that just from a pure aesthetics point, I like one better than the other. I might tend to go for the retro just because I like that, but I, I don't know. They're both right. great. Don? One thing, yeah, the one thing I would say is that the Triumph Trident looks better in person than it does in the photos. When I first saw it in, in the pictures, I was yeah, kind of, eh, okay. You know, it just, it actually looked cheap to me. And maybe part of that, it's, it's, it's a 60s look rather than a 70s look. And motorcycles went through a huge change from the 1960s when they had the, uh, tank pads, because that's really what those are. Those are pads yep. that you used to put your knees against. The, I have no idea why, but that's that was what they had. Probably because the bikes vibrated more, so it was kind of insulating you from that vibrating tank. And then the 70s, those disappeared. And any bike in the 70s that had uh, the tank pads was dated looking. And so depending on what era of motorcycles, and, and motorcycles changed a lot, again, in that period, that was right after, you know, the 1969 Honda CB750 completely revolutionized the way motorcycles looked, behaved, it performed. And so everything was like old before that, like uh, the Triumph Trident, the original Trident Triple 
the 750 superbike is we all not all, we all recall is old guys will recall when that when the Honda 7 CB750 came out it rendered the almost brand new Triumph Trident obsolete that bike had yeah. didn't have a front disc it had uh the tank pads it just did not look like a modern bike so uh the Triumph bringing that in the Triumph 660 as Kelly kind of pointed out the bike is kind of a weird uh, it looks better in person but it's still weird you have what the the retro center of the bike but then you have the no fender rear and you have upside down forks in the front so it's yeah. kind of like well it's like everybody didn't agree on what everybody had their say well i, I i'm going to say what the front's going to look like the other guy said what the back's going to look like and another guy said what the center of the bike's going to look like in comparison the yamaha if you don't like a modern look you're going to not like the yamaha but to me it's as modern looking and future futuristic looking as you're going to get in any bike and the way it the Yamaha presents itself is of a much more uh, a bigger bike. It doesn't look like a 700. Like you go, oh, that's just a 700. Somebody's going to look at that, and that could be a thousand, and you you just never know. It has that, like I said, that futuristic look that you know you could be in a movie, and and so it's a really interesting thing how these two bikes that are aimed at the same sort of owners, same price, same size they approach it a completely different manner and so uh like i think the rest of you it's really hard to decide between even with you know we each have our prejudices against what we like or don't like it's really hard for me to decide which bike i like to look better really because they look they look so different and so there's no yeah. way to really directly compare them yeah I, I would actually i would actually agree with that i mean i i i agree with with what you say about the triumph um, in as much as it's it's a modern looking bike with a few retro aspects to it, so it has. I, I think it's a good looking bike, and like you say, it does look better than it does in pictures. So I think it's a good looking machine, but uh, it, it has a slightly mixed message to me. Um, so to me, it's a sort of a good looking bike that's got some sort of slightly you know retro aspects to it. I, I like the Yamaha because it's very decisive about how it looks. It is, that it is, is for sure. <laughs> it is very, it is a committed look. It's Although like, it should have it, the uh, inverted okay. forks. Right. It, sh it should have the inverted forks. Yeah. yeah they I should think. swap front ends on the two bikes. Well, I think Yamaha just need to upgrade the front forks, but, um, but I, I, I like the Yamaha's commitment to its looks. And, and like you say, I like the fact that it matches its bigger brothers and, and what have you. So, uh, so I think, I think that's uh, that's all good stuff. Now, something that um, Kelly touched on earlier, you started talking about brakes. Where were you? Where were you going with that, Kelly? Oh, before I do that, I just want to make one more comment on on the looks of the bikes. And as okay. you said, Arthur, the commitment with Yamaha on the MT line—it's like you guys showed up one day on the MT03 and the MT07. They look—I mean, yeah, one's a little bit small, but they look exactly alike. It's right. just so cool looking, you know, right. if you see one of them just going by, you don't know, as Don said, you don't know, like, that that's a small bike. Um, right. It's just, actually, it's it was, so... actually Kelly, yeah. actually, it was the MT-03 and the MT-09 that they were, that Arthur and TJ were on. Oh, yeah. that's right. It was the nine. It was the nine. Right, yeah. right, right. But they still, but... they still look the same. I agree. 
Yeah, exactly. So looking at them side and by side, if you're riding the MTO3, you do not feel like the poor relation. No, when not I was at sorting, all. When I was sorting through photos of the MT03 <laughs> and the MT09, I had to look at the tank graphics to determine which bike was which, because otherwise it just, is, right. you know, that was the fastest way to tell. It wasn't like the motors don't look the same for the side. Right. Right. And and back to the committed look, I mean, even though, as I've said, I'm not a fan of that Cyclops headlight, it totally fits where they're going with this bike, with the look of it. So I applaud that. Um, yeah. Anyway, back to the brakes. So the MT-07, the brakes are, I don't want to exactly say abrupt, but abrupt. It's like as soon as you touch the the lever, you're you're feeling some stopping action. There's There's not really any leeway to any um play in it that was my feeling about it and so to me it's like it's it's a a bike that you're moving up to and it's like yes you're not a novice or a beginner on this bike but i i think there should be more play in it that that's what i think i mean the, the you mean brakes a softer are nice engagement and, little softer soft, initial, engagement. So, softer initial exactly. initial action yeah i noticed exactly. that on the i noticed on the triumph it had a really soft initial initial feel almost too much I mean, I felt like the Yamaha brakes were definitely better. But again, I mean, we're expert level riders. And and so what we appreciate is not necessarily um, perhaps the person that this is aimed at. So we're sitting there thinking, yeah, these Yamaha brakes are really good. Uh, but like you say, they, maybe there's an initial initial hard harder bite there than, than, uh, than maybe people want. What were your thoughts? There definitely, there, there definitely is on the MT-07. Uh, when I went to pick that up, I actually rode the MT-09 down to Yamaha, uh, which include freeway and some city streets. And then I rode back on the MT-07. And the first thing when I got on the freeway, there was a lot of traffic. And then all of a sudden it stopped as it, it does in LA. And I got on the brake and it really shocked me how hard the front end bit immediately. And I'm used to on Japanese bikes, tend to not be that way. The Europeans are more likely to have that super strong initial engagement. And Arthur knows about that on, on a, the, uh, an older Ducati. And uh, yeah. yeah, and so I was just, I was taken aback at how that did, how, how abrupt that was. And again, I hadn't done my homework yet because I, I was just picking the bike up. Yamaha upgraded the brakes this year. Front discs are bigger. So the whole expectation of having ridden different previous mt07s the front end is definitely more aggressive and and for its position in the marketplace unusually aggressive at the front whereas the triumph i like soft engagement if i want to stop hard i can just grab harder and so i'm, I'm but if i want to stop slowly and softly and smoothly i want to have that nice initial soft engagement and the, the triumph gives me that when i get on the brakes for real the uh, Triumph actually has uh, 12 millimeter larger discs. There's three tens rather than two 98s on the Yamaha. Now, I, I would never be able to tell you that based on riding. So, you know, that's not a, I don't think it's a significant thing. Both of them have more than adequate brakes. I prefer the implementation of the braking on the Triumph over that on the MT-07. All right, Nick? Yeah, you know, what, what everyone mentioned it, I, I agree with wholeheartedly. Um, Personally, I, I would I would also add that on the MT07, you're dealing with again the the slightly more streetable, you know, softer suspension. And I think having that um, 
I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a, a harsh initial bite or or even so much as aggressive, but it is it is strong. It is a, a prominent, it's a good, very sporty bite into it, and it it makes it sure that you know the writer knows that they are breaking 100 percent Compounding that is the softer suspension. So if you have a, a pretty, you know, a pretty nice bite to the brakes, and then you have softer suspension, that will sort of compound and exacerbate any sort of negative feelings that you might might hold towards the weight gets thrown forward. Exactly. Because right. you're initiating you, you a much more, right. Yeah, you're initiating right. a much more aggressive yeah. weight transfer and causing a little bit of dive. Yeah. Um personally yeah. speaking, I like the MT07's brakes because they have a little bit more action to them, a little bit more bite. And that's what I'm always used to. And yeah, and they, and they don't lack feel. They don't lack no, feel at feel all. Is, I mean, they're quite good. Um, and that's yeah. what I do to yeah, all really my good. personal bikes, you know, dirt bikes and, and so on and so forth. But again, I don't represent, you know, the, the personality and needs of every rider out there. Whereas the Trident comes at it from a different angle. It's a very soft initial bite. And like Arthur and Don mentioned as well, and, and Kelly, uh, there's a bit of a, I, I want to describe it as play, but you you have to build into the brake pressure. The initiation is a little bit later in the stroke. And um, actually, the first time that I got on the brakes, I was coming into a corner with a little bit of speed, started grabbing the brakes, and I was like, oh, oh okay, okay. Now they're down, now, now they're there. But um, <laughs> uh, for me... I didn't I didn't think they were that bad, but okay, I, I, I give you <laughs> No, that. no, no, it wasn't... <laughs> The, tri the Trident brakes had plenty of power, but they definitely lacked that initial bite. Yeah, of the Yamaha. yeah, no, power is there, feel is there. Yeah. I think the two bikes are equally um, matched in that level. I would say just that the difference you you have a, a very positive engagement point on the MT07 and very early on, whereas the Trident is a soft engagement point and a little bit later. So I had just come off riding the MT07. Now is pretty much acclimatized to that. And then I jumped on the Trident and was essentially expecting the same thing. And uh, it was not like that. So that, that was, right. that was where, uh, uh, that's why my reaction came off that way. Um, right. I, yeah. I was going to say this, the same thing. I, I think part of it is that um, I think all of us did that, did some of the writing back to back. So you jump off of one and get onto the other and that sort of accentuates the difference. So, yeah, yeah, I would say so. And one thing, so, so, oh, oh, one, one thing that actually comes into brakes a bit that we haven't talked about yet is the, the tires. And uh, they both have the same Michelin Road 5 tires. And for me, I can't say enough good things about those tires. They really work well for the demands that these two motorcycles put on them. Uh, when I was shooting photos of Kelly, she was grinding the uh, peg feeler on the MT07 in corners. And uh, you really can't ask more for tires than giving you the uh, confidence to do that. Yeah, and the the Michelin Road Five, uh, you know, there's a lot of sport riders out there, a lot of guys on super sports and upright naked bikes, you know, high performance bikes. And um, the reality is, you know, as much as those riders go out there and buy, you know, the the best of the best that they can get, the maximum amount of grip, which, um there is an argument for that and i would definitely fall in that camp the reality is most of us really need a road five because a road five is a multi-compound tire it offers a load of grip um 
as far as riding on the street goes, more than you would ever need. It also offers something else that a lot of its competitors don't, is wet weather grip. So if you are a rider that does get caught out in mixed conditions, say if you live in the Pacific Northwest or the Northeast, you know, areas that actually do get that strange thing called rain, unlike California, you know, a, a tire like that that offers good dry behavior as well as uh, wet weather behavior is really important. And you get the added bonus with good mileage. You know, the hypersport tires, great, awesome grip. You can race around on the canyons and go to the racetrack, but they have a shorter lifespan. Whereas the Road 5 is designed to kind of do a little bit of everything and do it well, not just kind of mediocre. So that is an excellent tire for those bikes because they're going to be doing a lot of different things. Yeah, the, t- uh, the, the for me, the tires really turned in well. I mean, again, I only rode them up in the canyons effectively. So um, I was impressed by just the neutral turn in on the bikes. Um, I the, the tires, I had no issues at all, tons of confidence. And again, when we're when we're doing, you know, photos, photos is is a sort of a weird test because you go charging past the photographer as fast as you can, and then you have to hit the brakes pretty hard in order to do a U-turn because there's typically in the canyons, there's only one place where you can really easily do it. So it's interesting transitioning from fairly hard riding to really hard braking. And, uh, and I got to say the tires, I had no issues at all. They were great. They were, they were good. So, uh, Kelly, did you, uh, you have anything, anything odd with the tires going on? No, I mean, um, you know, if I'm not noticing them, they're doing, they're doing their job. Um, as Don said on the, on the MT-07, I did, uh, scrape the pegs a few times in slow, slow corner, you know, slow tight corners. And, and it surprised me, but I was feeling completely confident in leaning. So, uh, yeah, yeah I thought they were great. All right. Good stuff. So uh, does anyone else have anything to add? Any sort of overall thoughts on the bikes? Kelly, since you're, you're there, what do you... Oh, one thing... Oh, Sorry, go ahead. Arthur, one yeah. thing we didn't talk about at all was, was, the, was the transmissions okay. and how they shift. All right. Okay. Let's talk about the transmission. So what were, you gonna, what were your thoughts on that, Don? Well, one thing, uh, Triumph offers a quick shifter, and I really wanted that on the, the trident because you shift more on it you're up in the high rev range and you really do that's when you really like a quick shifter to me it's like yeah. you just go you know up and you can really you know really haul on it whereas the mt-07 uh yamaha does offer a quick shifter but if i bought the mt-07 i probably wouldn't bother with it because i'm not shifting it the same sort of manner uh as far as uh ratios and everything everything's spot on but that's usually the case for motorcycles these days it's very rare that i'll find a, a, a bike that has uh gear ratios that i i don't understand right right <clears throat> yeah i i liked it what, what were your thoughts nick did anything stand out for you with the transmissions oh yeah i mean the the trident itself when you talk about actual shifting experience um uh, you know the the trident shifts very well very positive shifts very clean smooth everything the other thing um, is that the Trident has a slip and assist clutch. So it has a slipper clutch, 
you know, um, so if you're riding aggressively in the canyons and you bang through the gearbox um, with a little bit too too much zest, you can spike the RPMs. You know, you won't get any wheel hop or wheel chatter. Um, whereas the MT-07, you know, just has a standard conventional clutch. Shifting is still good. Um, it's just not at that same level as the Trident. That's that extra little step. That's but a good point. to the MT-07's point, they did do a couple of updates for the 2020 model which have improved the shifting again made it a little bit more um positive made the engagement a little bit better and if i remember correctly i think they might have reduced the clutch pull and the clutch pull in particular on the mt07 is extremely light i mean one finger light so you know someone that's coming up from a lightweight bike or someone that's just getting into riding they're not going to have that that clutch fatigue that you might feel on um on an older motorcycle or or a or an older thousand cc motorcycle if you just pull it pull the clutch in the parking lot. Uh, sure. So those those are some important things as well. Right. So yeah, Nick, no, go ahead. Oh, Nick Nick caught on something that I had kind of forgotten about was when you're downshifting and going fast into a corner, the Trident is much more stable. The Yamaha, you really do feel. Part of it's because it's a twin compared to a triple, but you really do feel the uh, torque breaking and the back end starting to get unsettled, and that unsettles the front end. So in the Yamaha, you kind of tend to rely on the on the brake, the strong stronger brakes that they did this year, uh, rather than necessarily downshifting because you don't it doesn't it unsettles the bike in a way that the Triumph doesn't get unsettled when you downshift in exactly the same way entering exactly the same corner yeah yeah i would say that you can you can definitely do that on the mt07 if you really spike the revs um you know the the thing that we talked about with the mt07 too is that it it sort of has a happy place with the engine and so you might not shift as often and what you can really do is just sort of settle into a groove and then just work the throttle so you're just rolling on and off out of the corners and I think that is a really cool aspect of that bike because it, it allows a rider just to focus on what they're doing instead of, you know, faffing about with, uh, you know, the clutch and shifting and stuff like that. So it would be cool if the MT-07 eventually got a uh, slipper clutch and we'll see if they do that in the future. But um, yeah, you know, the, the engine braking is a prominent difference between the two, you know, the, the triple cylinder uh, engine has that very, very sort of uh you know, inline three cylinder smoothness to it, with which also also comes with a little bit less engine braking in, in my mind, especially when you're not really up there in the upper end range, when you're kind of a bit lower, you know, it, it just feels a bit different. Um, so the MT-07, someone that doesn't like braking as aggressively and really wailing on it, you can use that engine braking just to kind of get in your groove and slow down naturally is and Nick Einach years ago called it, called it just riding the pace, you know, where you're not jamming on the brakes and stuff like that. But sure. Yeah. sure. So, so uh, overall, uh, guys, what were your what were your thoughts on this, Don? Whenever we do comparison tests, people always want to ask me which motorcycle I would buy, and I usually don't like to answer that question because. I'm not really trying to endorse one motorcycle over the other because what's right for me is not necessarily right for somebody else. And then that's not fair to either the person I'm talking to or the two motorcycles involved. And the uh, 
Yamaha MT-07 and the Triumph Trident 660 are a perfect example of that. It to tell somebody which is the better motorcycle, they need to tell me who they are and how they like to ride. And the tri Trident is definitely for the more aggressive rider who uh, is going to the canyons, wants to hang with his friends with maybe a street triple or uh, MT-09 or something like that. And they want to, they like, they like the sound of the revs. They like the triple delivery and they like the more stable chassis. Uh, the other guy that says, yeah, I like to, I ride to work. I like to go hang out on bike night. And yeah, I like to go up in the canyons, but I'm not trying to race anybody. I'm just having a good time. I'm going to point them at the Yamaha MT-07. So it's really, they're both great. And in some ways, I kind of fall between the two bikes. And if I had to pick one for myself, I would, it would take me a lot of time to really think about what I wanted and really what I wanted to have. And the Trident would probably win because I feel like it's cooler. I love the sound of the, the triple more than I do the crossplane twin, but it would be a purely emotional pick more than a practical one. Right. Which let's face it is how people buy motorcycles. But <laughs> leaving that aside. All right. Okay. So so Kelly, Kelly, which one speaks to you? Uh, absolutely. Um what Don said. Uh it's it's really tough. You know, we all have our preferences. I know, I know Arthur, you are very much a uh a, a four cylinder guy, you know, that smooth, that smooth uh revving engine and inline as four. I, Sorry, the inline four. Yeah. <laughs> not, not to be confused with yeah, okay, with V V4. Um I tend to like a lot of torque and so I tend to go towards singles and you know parallel twins, V twins. But at the same time, get me on a good triple and boy, that smooth revving, that's cool too. So it's really tough. Yeah, if I were spending my own money. I don't know. I part of me says, yeah, I'd, I'd go for the MT-07 because that's just the the configuration I like better. But boy, I liked the Trident when we rode them back to back. And I not that this is any way to judge something, but I felt like when we made our canyon run, uh, because Don and I went through the canyon and then we swapped and turned around and went the other way, I felt like I went faster on the Trident without trying harder, and that was kind of cool because I do like to do that too. Um, so I'm really torn. And as right. Nick was saying, you know, I do like, I do like to do the just downshifting into corners as opposed to riding hard and braking hard. So I like the engine braking aspect, but it's really, it's really tough. It is. That, yeah. It's hard. It's hard to pick. It is. Nick, I have no clue which way you're going to, which way you're going to go. <laughs> you know, just to continue the wild card theme, you know, if I were to own one of the bikes, what I would do is pick the MT-07 and then put all of the cool suspension components that I want on it to make it the chassis I want. Um, I mean, all joking aside, I really love the MT-07's engine because you can wring its neck. It, it doesn't have the top end power of the, the Trident, but I, eh, I'm not really missing out on much, you know, because I have right. plenty of mid-range to mess around with. For me, my riding style, my preferences... I know for a fact that an MT-07 with aftermarket suspension is really, really, really cool. But like Kelly pointed out too, 
you know, the Trident is a little bit more confidence inspiring with a rider that can actually extract that performance and, and, and get into that. So I would say that the two bikes have different performance ceilings overall, if you're looking at it from a purely sport riding perspective. So yeah, you probably can push a little bit harder in the canyons and be a little bit more stable on the Trident, whereas the Yamaha um, might have a little bit more of an advantage in city riding conditions. And that really kind of sets the tone and with each bike. But again, that MT-07 motor, it's, it's just such a good engine, which is kind of why they've sort of used it in three different bikes now. So yeah, it's, yeah. I, and, and like Kelly, you know, I'm kind of a, a, a weird engine configuration guy. I, I love twins. I love V4s and it, yeah. Yeah. Just that, that's just how it is for me. I, I don't know that, yeah. that MT-07 engine, man. So, yeah. Well, I mean, if you guys were to ask me, as I say, as I said it right at the beginning, the Trident definitely spoke to me. I really, I really felt a connection with that bike. But I, I feel a little, I feel like I'm cheating on the Yamaha a bit. I feel like I'm being unfaithful to it because that bike <laughs> has, that bike has so much charisma. I'm torn. I would, I would, if. Yeah, I would I would certainly I would certainly plunk down money on the Yamaha, no problem at all. I actually prefer the Yamaha's looks. Although I, I'm talking about, yeah, I like the retro aspect of the Trident, but I like I like the color scheme of the Yamaha, I like the modernity of it, I like the uh the commitment to to the uh, to the motif that Yamaha have done. So it's a I like everything about the Yamaha, but I found the suspension a little soft for for my liking so i i suspect if yamaha had put as you said nick if if yamaha had put the trident suspension on it i'd go for the yamaha but as it stands i think i'd probably plunk down my money on the on the trident because i prefer the the triple engine over the parallel twin but man it's a tough choice and i actually feel like i'm being being pretty unfaithful saying that because I like the Yamaha yeah. so much. <laughs> Gotta say that that's the MTO7 getting dang. to <laughs> I think a, a shorthand for listeners, uh, and this this would apply to most people. You're, you're not gonna you're not, to, you're not gonna say buy the one that's just got the best deal on it, are you? No. <laughs> okay, no, all right. I, I, I don't buy motorcycles, I just ride them. Okay. And the I think for somebody moving up, they should go to the Yamaha. If somebody is a former like leader bike guy who once just decided he doesn't need a leader bike and wants a smaller bike, that the Triumph is the way to go. I think that's kind of encapsulates it. I think it does. Uh, the different uses. Yeah, the different uses. Again, a city guy is going to want the Yamaha. A pure canyon guy probably is better off of the Triumph. But for the general mix, if you're moving up, move up to the Yamaha. If you're moving down, move down to the Triumph. I'd agree. I think that I think that summarizes it perfectly. Yeah, that was awesome. All right. Thanks, everyone. I think that's great.